Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Second Take. I'm the host of the Drank Fort and made my ancestors proud, Sebastian. Oh, me? Someone else. Uh, we don't have horses, just dog, cats, and birds. And I'm saying to you, I'll take your finest cat. I never wanted the throne. I just wanted to be your equal. Andrew Shostler's equal. <laughs> and today we are reviewing Thor, starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tom Hiddleston, Anthony Hopkins, Stellan Skarsgård, Kat Dennings, Clark Gregg, Renee Russo, and Idris Elba. Written by Ashley Miller, Zach Stentz, and Don Payne. I can't remember my writing. Cool. And directed by Kenneth Branagh. And welcome back to the show. How are we all today, guys? Great. All right. Alex... Okay. He's actually dead now. Well, remember before how he was a group of bears? Was that yeah. Not, yeah. They well, got troned into playing Mario Kart. Okay, so this is a bit weird. I'm going to try and say this as PG as I can, but he, stank, he stuck his bear stick into a beehive <gasps> and they stung him on his bear stick and now he's... Why now us. are you choosing to be PG? I guarantee you before the end of the night, you're going to say cunt. It's true. It's coming like a freight train. I don't think I swore at all during the Disney episodes either. Uh, that's not true. At least during In Prison You Groove, I'm pretty sure I didn't. No, you definitely did. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like four times. Oh, David yeah. Spade was brought up. It's true. He has an annoying face and voice. Even through animation, his face looms. Um, yes, no, Alex, same as reason as last time. He's on a different work schedule, but he should be rejoining us as of next week for Thor The Dark World. So... All of our Alex fans, he's not dead, I think. I mean, he just took his penis into a beehive. A penis is not a swear. I didn't say it was. So, you know, he's in a bit of a I sticky mean, situation. Stick just be a stick that a bear has. It could be. It's not a monkey. But it's not. Chimpanzees use sticks and other rudimentary tools to get food. I watched, um, what do you call it? Dude was my car recently. So do parrots <laughs> and crows. That's terrifying. They're beaks. Parrots have terrible beaks, but crows have good beaks. Like pointy beaks. Parrots have like curved beaks that they can't get into things. But crows have... Uh, Not the straight-beaked parrot. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> I was like, I hate birds. That could be a thing. <laughs> birds are terrifying. I want a toucan. No, no, like that bird is it's all beak. What about puffin? I'd like a puffin. Puffins look like puppy dogs, but as birds. So I could deal with that. Like they're that soft and little macaw. look. They're opinionated. A what? A macaw. It's a giant parrot kind of it's creature. It's like a... Yeah. Little version of a toucan, I always thought. Yeah, just with no beak. Was it have instead of a beak, like tentacles? It has a beak, <laughs> but not a toucan beak. <laughs> yeah, it has so, like a regular parrot beak. Fans of the show will know I really don't like horses. They've got giant teeth. They're seven foot tall. And they charge at you. They're not a comfortable animal for me. Birds what? are. A, what? 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 They charge at you. 
A horse. When was the last time a horse ran towards you and you're like, oh, this is awesome. I love this. Horses Several aren't times. aggressive. But like they're huge. They and usually they, run at you because they want to share your company and let you. Yeah. Or your bag of bad cats. No, guys, they're they're huge. They're yeah, they huge, huge animals. They're and they're dangerous. lovable. And they I grew lo- up with horses. So. Yeah. Some of them are opinionated. I will give you. I that. don't want their opinions. But usually, yeah, but they're, they're not quite aggressive. Nice. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Wild horses are a thing. Aggressive. You know how like the whole you get to break the you get to break them to ride them sort of thing. Yeah, but don't. Go around breaking random horses, Seth. <laughs> I'm not. Are you, I'm not going are you near a horse. Confusing horses with oncoming traffic? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Horses are terrifying, and birds to me. This is like a legit phobia of mine. Seriously? Horses, I don't like them. Wow. Like aggressively, so I don't like them. But okay. birds as well. I don't. I'm not a fan of birds. Okay. Uh, but I will extend birds. I also don't like butterflies. I don't like flying things near my face. I'm not terrified of butterflies. I can I can handle that situation, but birds. What if it's like a giant butterfly, like a lunar moth? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, out the side. Currently, where I live in Australia, um, we have it's we're getting into magpie season. It hasn't fully hit yet. Magpies for our overseas. Actually, are they are they native to Australia or not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Magpies for our overseas listeners are black and white. Song and they're, they're lovely. <laughs> there <laughs> are other things that Americans call magpies. They look like black and white crows, but a little bit smaller, I think. Anyway. Tiny bit smaller. Um, they get very territorial come egg laying season. And at the moment, I have about oh, six to ten, depending on the day, that stand on my front lawn. <laughs> And every time I open the door, with yeah. signs <laughs> down with Seb and your bird hate. No, like, hey, seriously, I open up the door. Equal rights. More bird love. I open up the door and I'm like, oh my God, it's finally happened. I'm in a Hitchcock film. This is not a good experience for me. And one day I'm I I'm surprised went, they come so close because you have dogs. My dogs, because it wasn't I'm leaving the house, so I put my dogs in the backyard. Yeah. So I went to leave a couple of weeks ago and I had some food on me. I think it was like, I thought it was like a muesli bar or something on me. And I think the neighbors have been feeding these birds because legitimately like four of them started hopping up to me and I couldn't get out onto the front porch. You're not meant to be able, you're not meant to feed them, but that is honestly how you stop them from swooping on you. You become friends with them. Well, that's what Jess keeps telling me. She keeps saying, can you not fuck with the birds? I need to be able to walk to work. Yeah. Don't fuck with the birds. They'll attack us. And I was like, yeah, I can't guarantee that. So, um... They nest. They know they haven't laid any eggs in my front yard, but they're always out there. And the other day, they tried to like come get me because I had some food on me, and it was terrifying. And I had to like go in the house and go through the back door and get into the back area of the garage because I couldn't go outside with them. It was a fuck situation. Seb, so, Seb, can I tell you one of the, my fondest childhood memories? I haven't even entered the story. Okay, all right. So the other day, <laughs> be good. I'm driving home from work and they're all on my lawn again. So I'm thinking, oh, no, no, I'm not going to park in the garage. I'm going to park on my front lawn because I'm going to be like, this is where the car lives. You can't be here. The yeah, car is- exactly, because birds can't can't sit on anything other than grass, no, no, no. famously. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, they think it's a safe place and now there's this big silver monster in their space. For them to shit on. No, they're just scare them away. What a conveniently high rock for us to look <laughs> so, into the house on. So I drove the- I I drove my car onto the, onto my front yard to spook the birds and they all left and I get out of the car and I'm like, job well done, Sebastian. And I see my two elderly neighbours across the road literally staring and glaring at me like, what the fuck are you doing to oh, these birds? don't mess with old people's birds. <laughs> don't do it. And I, I, I see that they've noticed me and I'm like, 
Oh no, they think I'm some sort of bird-hating maniac. You are so I proceed, some sort of bird-hating maniac. <laughs> I proceed to get my, my trash can, my wheelie bin, and bring it out to my car and then position next to it and then start emptying garbage out of my car into the wheelie bin as if to be like, I'm not a bird-hating monster. I was just cleaning my car. You are both a bird-hating monster <laughs> and a bird-hating maniac. No, no, I was just a man cleaning out my car, but I can't do it in my carport because there's not enough room to open the doors. You used recycling... As a ruse, to that's get not what recycling like, is. As, for. I'm, as I'm like cleaning the car, <laughs> I give them the old, old wave. <laughs> to get old people off the scent that you actually did it. Yep. Like seriously, I did it's it. It's a misguided attempt to get the birds to stop standing there. Yeah. So the old man was looking at me, and I could see him mouthing something, and then the old woman like creaked her head around the corner to look at me as well. Like he is, he is ratted out on what I've done. And now she's coming to investigate the situation. So I'm like cleaning out my car and I give them the polite neighbor wave. Like, oh, hey guys, how you going? Just cleaning out my car. And uh, now the bird walk continues. So how do we get to birds? Well, I have a yes, anecdote just, on birds. I'd love to hear it. Growing up, my brother was quite a tormenting brother. He's, <laughs> he's little, but he was persistent. And we had a park nearby us and I did what you were not meant to do. I made friends with the magpies. You bitch. My brother, on the other hand, tormented the magpies. Ah. But it was fine because my grandmother, who used to take us there, would always just shoo them away. Of course. Now, one day we went to the park. We were on some sort of ride away from my grandmother. I left to go back and he was running across. I turn around because he starts screaming. From all four, oh. all four corners of the oh. compass, magpies swoop down on him and deliver magpie justice. Oh. Uh, one of my fondest childhood memories. <laughs> Where I used to live, back in some acreage up north, we used to have uh, oh, two or three sets of plovers in our yard. And as a, a young child, I would take my finest water pistols out and go to war against them. And you know what doesn't do anything to plovers? Water. Water. You know what does something to little boys? Plumbers. Swoops. <laughs> so for all those listening that are thinking today's the day I take vengeance on those demons from above, you know what? Don't use water guns. That's my Sam, advice. Y- you're the demon. No. The birds are fine. The birds are doing what they're meant to do. I'm paying my rates. They are not included in that. <laughs> the birds are not obligated to pay. Once they lay <laughs> eggs in my yard, I, they're in, I can no longer do anything to get rid of them. That's right. I need them to realize that every other day I'll put my car on that yard because I want them to know that that area is not a static area. I want them to know that it's like this. Magpies don't lay eggs on the ground. Don't they? No, they're Oh, trees. God, I have so many trees. Seb, Seb, oh, there's Seb. no Plovers lay on the ground. That's why I'm familiar yeah. with plovers doing you've, it. You've, you, you've gone the classic route of, of over-exaggerating. No, it's actions. real. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to, magpies are very reasonable. Just invite them around for a tea. For a coffee, a little bit of a biscuit or some seeds. <laughs> a little bit of some you know what they raw love? rice. Bacon Chatted, fat. Bacon, they love, they love bacon, bacon fat. fat. They're classic meat eaters. Talk it out with them. No. It's like, hey they're guys, very reasonable. They're terrifying. You can't predict their angles because they're flappy. Like That's the scary part for me. I don't know to, where they're coming from. You, know, you, you just put your to, hand at it and they'll all light on it and they'll sing you right. I'm not Snow White. That's not how that works. Not that's yet. Because you abused birds in your youth. No, I was attacked know. by birds in my youth. They're hanging out in the park and here you are driving. They're hanging out on my front lawn. <laughs> anyway, we watched Thor. <laughs> so that's a good uh, how long 11 that? minute intro oh, <laughs> to uh, the bird situation of Australia. <laughs> I don't even remember how we got here. 
Well, horses, we haven't I done think. production <laughs> notes yet, so that's when we can leap back in. You don't like horses. It's that's true. how we got here. And you were comparing horses to birds for some bizarre reason. But how do we get on horses? Because he doesn't like them either, or custard. Or I like or, custard. I really, <laughs> I really want a toucan. Yeah, you're disgusting. Yeah. Um, okay, trivia is that what we're doing. Yeah, I'll start. With, notes. I'll start with my my really fakey, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, Chris Hemsworth had to kill a family of seals. Oh, I can't Ooh. make this through. Um, <laughs> just leave it there. Actually, ha- <laughs> just at some point oh in God. his past, he had to kill a family of seals. <laughs> I refuse to do any like edits. So we're not, seals? we're not retaking or, this. Or like um, the animal seals. Either one's bad. Let's let me re- let, let's just retake this in real time. No edits. Uh, Chris Hemsworth had to kill a family of seals with nothing but his hands to get this role. Or Chris Hemsworth was trained by a Navy SEAL. For the role, one of these is. Real. I wonder which of these could possibly be fake. Yep. There's really no interesting trivia about this movie. <laughs> I, I tried. I really tried. Oh, it has some wonderful, you know, things going on. Everybody had such a good time, from what I read, anyway. Such a good time working together. Stanley right. wanted to be Odin. Yeah, but, but Kenneth Branagh said, no, too old. I've got somebody better. And, and he was Stu- right. And Sir he was Anthony right. Hopkins is better. <laughs> it is a lot better. You in know, fact, like a th- trained actor, maybe. <laughs> one of the things I read is that in the, um, uh, when Odin is delivering his, um, one of his many speeches, Branagh just said, wing it. Just, yeah. just go yeah. for it. Go, go for the feel, you know, and do it. Um, later on, uh, you know, and everybody is in is in tears. Yeah, yeah. in the in, in the assembly, genuinely, everybody was in tears because it was just such a moving moving uh, uh, performance. Actors. <laughs> later on, uh, Tom Hiddleston is complimenting Sir Anthony Hopkins about that thing, and he and he replies, "Yeah, isn't Ken fantastic?" <laughs> <laughs> just everybody had such a good time making yeah. the film. I think it. I think it comes through. I was surprised that Kenneth Branagh didn't come back next week when we do Thor: Dark World. Like, I, I don't know why they didn't continue him on. I think because they only signed him for one, and then he was on something else. Yeah. And they only signed good. him for one picture. That's, deal. that's yeah. I never loved him for his directing, like in a lot of his things. But he's pretty competent. I will say that all his films are mostly okay. Oh, like, it's a beautiful film. Yeah. yeah. Um, any more trivia? Uh, well. Chris and Liam were the last two contenders. It genuinely was down to Genuinely them. was down to either or. <laughs> so <laughs> they went with Chris. And, uh, well, Liam, Liam went on to Hunger he's, Games he's or whatever. He's in the Avengers. So oh, no. he's, not, he's not suffering for work. Uh, Freaking Australians, whatever. <laughs> uh, Hiddleston had three uh, influences for Loki because he had... Uh, uh, for like the, his mysterious, reckless persona, ah. and then the near insane persona, and then the angry one. Okay. So it was, I think, in it was Jack Nicholson for his like insane one, the Joker. Uh, Clint Eastwood for the angry one, and Peter O'Toole for the enigmatic. Ah, reckless okay. One. Okay. Hiddleston in this seems to have put the most process into yeah. his. Yeah. Approach, which is something I appreciate. <laughs> in this sense, in contrast to people like 
Jared Leto. Nameless Joker person. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> who committed sex pro- crimes. Whose process <laughs> is basically committing sex crimes. So uh, I guess Tom Hiddleston was also up for Thor. Right. Yeah, but... You know, there's actually there is probably maybe we've seen it's well seen well seen footage. There is actually footage of him doing a screen test as Thor. Yeah, of him with like long blonde hair and like shooting the hammer out and stuff, and it's genuinely really funny. Those things never look right. No, they they don't. (laughs) And he's way too skinny for it. I guess. Well, you see Thor in the comics, and you see the Thor we got this now. Like they're they're a physical character. Yeah, yeah, and Hiddleston, while very fit, is still a scarecrow man. Well, even Chris, when he was going for it, wasn't as big as he, he was in this. He bulked up. Yeah. So he gained like after 40 kilos of muscle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. And even yeah. in Thor 2, which we'll be doing next week, he wasn't as big as he was in Thor 1. Oh, okay. Because, you, the, again, they kind of wanted to go for that. Once you've seen him like <laughs> He's that, in you now. just kind yeah. of... Well, yeah, once you've seen him like that... Yeah, Photoshop not... <laughs> man, you've, I'm on contract. <laughs> he does wear massive armour as well, to be fair. Yes, it's, it's, most of the time. He has like one shirtless yeah. scene in a movie. Yeah. So I think he just Hugh Jackman's it up and preps for that one scene and then just like <laughs> lets it go. Another actor that went close to the end of making it to Thor was uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, was he the one that played Pennywise or is he a different Skarsgård that played Pennywise? Different. Uh, his little brother played Pennywise. Oh, okay. He was the one from True Blood. Was he in Vikings? I'll take your word for it. Yes, I who, believe so. Who was he in Vikings? Ragnar? I can't remember their names. Um, but Stannis Stellan- Baratheon. <laughs> Did I get it right? I've seen any of his shows. But Stellan Skarsgård, who played the uh, yeah. who played the older Doctor, is his father, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's it. There's just there is a lot. Like Brad Pitt was rumored. Um, Channing yeah. Tatum oh, was, was rumored. It was going to be yeah. That, yeah. that net was going to be pretty wide. Uh, Paul Levesque. Who's he? Triple H. There we go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. A.K. Triple H. AKA Hunter Hearst Hemley. Hurst Helmsley. Hurst Hemsley. Helmsley. Helmsley, whatever. Is he a like it he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's um, married to Stephanie McMahon, which is Vince McMahon, the owner of WWE's daughter. He's also like one of the heads of production in the WWE. He's a big deal. Okay. Do you, you know? Have you seen Blade Trinity? Wrestler? No. Oh. No, of course I haven't. <laughs> you ever seen Blade Trinity? I have self respect. He's been in a couple of other films, but yeah, he's. He's he's a f- he's more um, like the Hulk Hogan style wrestling yeah. actors than like okay, the rock okay, wrestling okay, actors. Okay, yeah. yeah, he's fine, you, but not. You, I great. think if you saw him, you would recognize him. Okay. He's kind of that hulking bit part that. Uh, also, he has been movies. doing it since like the nineties. Like he's you, you know his face. Okay, yeah. Okay. Do you I, know? I jest. Wrestling is a legitimate thing, just yeah. not my thing. It's a very legitimate thing. So I say it's not a legitimate thing, and <laughs> it shouldn't be my thing. Uh, who do you think was the first choice for Thor? Not available. Yeah. Didn't end up doing it, of course. First choice. Can I have a hint of any kind? An older, an older man, so much significantly older than Chris Hemsworth. Uh, English, American. When's this? Twenty eleven. I think. Mm. I think he's actually Australian. I should know that. <laughs> Guy Pierce. <laughs> nope. Nope. Sam Daniel, Neil. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Seriously, What's he's not Australian, thing? is he? I don't know. He's English. He's English. He's definitely English. Good. There you go. Daniel he, Craig. He was the first pick. Was I could see him playing a young Odin. Mm. Not a Thor, though. Hmm. That's all. That's all I've got. Cool. You know. um, is, is, is tweets next? Is that how this works? Is that the order Babies. of things? Babies. <laughs> oh. 
I had Shakespeare in Love mixed with Lion King. You're welcome. Shakespeare in Love? Mixed with the Lion King. What from Shakespeare? In Love, that comedy? Yeah. Like that sort of campy Shakespearean tone to it. Okay. And the Lion King. Right. Yeah. I, I thought those were good. Your shocked face hurts my feelings. When did you last watch Shakespeare in Love? Probably when it came out in the cinemas. <laughs> when you were four? <laughs> Probably not then, then. Why? It came out in 98, 99. So I was at It's least an older film, eight. but it checks out. Yeah. I, it won an Oscar. Like, it's not a yeah. terrible film. Yeah, yeah. I remember being campy. Okay. Right. Is it not camp? I remember being it camp. Is, it is a comedy. Yeah. It leans more to romance. Well, this movie does too. Unfortunately. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Andy? Last Action Hero. Ooh. That's actually on mine as well. Mixed with Merlin. I didn't have Merlin. Uh-huh. The Sam Neill. Uh, uh, oh, the, the TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a mix with Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, you're definitely going to yeah. get that in a couple of weeks, I think. Last Action Hero, because he's literally fighting outside yeah. of his universe. Yeah. 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 yeah, the culture's different. The physics are different. Well, not the physics aren't really that different, but he's different. He doesn't have any of the yeah. tools that he's normally. You could have gone Mortal Kombat Annihilation for the same reason, <laughs> fighting outside of his universe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Outworld is really important. Why do you do this? It's true. Um, tweets now is it time for tweets. Tweets. Uh, the God of Thunder literally never uses any lightning or thunder in the entire movie, not once. Well, he hasn't become the God of Thunder yet. He's Thor. The, literally, the, the I own this movie. I actually own this on DVD. Not just on Netflix. Didn't watch it on stand. I have a copy of this movie. And the front cover is literally just a picture of Thor that says, The God of Thunder. Yeah. Not once. He hits the ground a couple of times. Do no, doesn't, he, doesn't he charge no, up and hit the No, not in this movie. The first time we see lightning is at the end of Avengers when he's closing the portal. To be fair, the trailer for Ragnarok shows him kind of like finally becoming the god of thunder. But he uses, he lightning. uses lightning in Avengers, just not in this movie. I don't know why. He just doesn't do it. It's fine, but it's just bullshit because fucking Thor. It's like, I am Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Oh, not a Mortal Kombat references today. I'm Raiden, god <laughs> of thunder from Mortal <laughs> Kombat. Stop those? No, I can't. Is there like a vaccine we can get you? Oh, I wish. Zane? Uh, uh, tweets. That's what we're on. Uh, let me find what I wrote. Um, <clears throat> little baby Thor turns into terrible two Thor <laughs> and his dad says no. Hashtag all the good girls are on earth. <sighs> None of the good. Actually, no, Kat Dennings. Sif is great. Sif is fantastic. I wanted, spoiler alert, my argument's going to be I wanted more of that team. Oh, the Warriors 3 are fantastic, they, aren't they? Well, even with Loki, I wanted more of that before it yeah. all went to heck. Yeah. Andy? Gods intervene on Earth to stop gods intervening on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag leave us alone, gods. <laughs> Hypocrite. <laughs> well, stop giving us freaking uh, infinity stones. We'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> All right. So I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. My last experience with Thor Solo was The Dark World, and I haven't watched that yet for next week, so I don't know how my tastes will change. But that was my last experience going into this, so I was a little bit soured on my approach. But... That being said, I came out of the cinema having seen this one and generally not liking comic book films 
at all. Mm. It, it's not that they're not entertaining. I just mm. don't get into it. Uh, it's it's never enjoyable. Well, this this but, was the but this fourth one, in Marvel's yeah first chap for first first phase third third uh, Hulk, Hulk Iron Captain Man America yeah you know, Captain America was the fourth one because the fifth one was Avengers right yeah okay chronologically ugh, but in order of release yes third but I but I came out of the cinema after seeing this back when it premiered uh, and thinking that was not a waste of two hours. I don't. I don't want it back. It's really funny that you mention yeah. that. I actually saw this film multiple times at the cinemas, and I wish Alex was here tonight because he was like my third or fourth time seeing it. Okay. Because I had gotten really into it after Iron Man. I was really loving this franchise, and I was trying to get my friends on board. So I ended up organizing just to get because this is back just out of school or just in school for me. I can't remember what year. This is very close, and I just like had to get my friends into the whole Marvel universe. Okay. So I ended up having several trips to the cinemas to see this one, and. <laughs> In hindsight, no, okay, Iron Man deserved that treatment maybe, but not this film. But yes, it was, a at the time, a very enjoyable piece. Yeah. I remember being underwhelmed. Okay. Not disappointed, just kind of like... Because you expected more? I have no attachment to the Thor character. Okay. I actually dislike the Thor character. Okay. I kind of... Having watched Iron Man, I had high hopes for the the universe at large and this really didn't live up to the level of Iron Man for right. me. So it was it was very bland compared to Iron Man. Okay. Like either they needed to have less Earth, more Asgard, or less Asgard, more Earth. I think the balance that they had You think they got it wrong? It it yeah. just like I didn't feel attached to either one. Okay. So I uh, yeah. You know, I I I didn't hate it when it came out. I was just kind of like, no, I'll just go watch Iron Man again because okay. this is boring. Okay. And I'm watching it again. I kind of feel the same way. Like, I think looking back, I can appreciate it more because I know more about the universe as a whole. But I don't think this movie at the time did much to push Marvel forward. Right. Yeah. Which was what I was hoping it would do. Yeah. Pretty beautiful cinematography, though. Beautiful it, cinematography. It, it really and is the a pretty visual film. visual effects was great. Asgard yeah. was just really, really nice to look at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think for me the huge problem with this entire film is the love story. Yes. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I don't think story-wise, I think it's got one of the deepest stories of the Marvel Universe. Like Loki's actual journey that he goes on is a, quite a deep story. And in, people say he wasn't a good villain until the Avengers. But to be fair, I think he's the best written villain in this film here only. I think in Avengers he's more fun to watch and enjoyable but really okay. shallow. Whereas I think up until perhaps that you could argue the villain in um, Civil War, like the guy from the army, that perhaps he had a deeper story. Maybe in Winter Soldier with the guy running Hydra, maybe he had a better story. But I think for a long time this is the Loki that really yeah. kind of disproved the whole Marvel's villain suck theory. Well, this is the Loki that convinced Marvel to keep Loki around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because... It was really a movie about Loki. He's more of a more of a real person character than than a than a written character because he finds his motivation in the film. He doesn't start off hating Thor and wanting to betray him. No, it's through the events of the film that he finds an opportunity and finds yeah a reason to to uh, to betray him. Yeah, because he because sa- he says like I just wanted to mess up his day and then it <laughs> kind of 
went but on and on. It's kind of nice being king. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think he, with Loki and his motivations, firstly, I don't think he actually wanted to kill Thor for 99% of this film. Like, he visits Thor on yeah. Earth when Thor has no powers, and he just gives him a reason to not come back. He could have broken his neck then and there yeah. and be gone, done with him, and he chooses not to. Yeah. But he, he he never intended to kill him. That, that, that wasn't he didn't hate Thor. Yeah, and even like I don't even think his plan was ever to become king either. I think that was a happy yeah, coincidence just, he happened. rolled with. And well, he, I think and then as soon as it did happen, he's kind of like, it is nice. Yeah, I'll I think keep I'll, this. I, think, yeah. I think I'll do that. What was his plan of his when, when his dad finally woke up? Because he would only be because Thor was the only one that well, knew no, he was he dead. He was going to let the frost giants in to kill Odin. No, he saved them though. But he saved his dad and his mum before Thor That's rocked right. up. Yeah. So I think the whole plan was to make his dad appreciate him. Yeah, probably. That sounds like a Marvel thing. Because <laughs> honestly, yeah, he saves his dad. Eventually his dad wakes up. And I was there to save you. You shouldn't have you know, discounted me over Thor because while you, know, you banished him off and he was failing that question that I'm on, I stayed here, saved your wife, saved you, and kept Asgard safe. Fuck, I killed all the Frost Giants too if his whole plan went through. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he was being evil the entire film. I just think it was all that time that... No, no, no. He, he lied. He betrayed his brother by lying to him. And obviously the situation that set his brother up to going, although I don't think that was planned. Yeah. And that was it. Like, he was a pretty nice guy. Mm. <laughs> there was the moment he let the Destroyer <laughs> sent to Earth to kill his brother. That yeah. was, the, that was the, the turn. Yeah. Right? Uh... Letting letting the Frost Giants in to get that relic back was a pretty big move that I don't think don't think he had malicious intentions, but like that's definitely something that if anyone knew about it would be worse than what happened before. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. So like he's not a great guy. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying he, he was never once evil until he sent, like I said, the last bit of the movie where he sends the kill bot. Yeah. I think that's his most evil action in the entire film is sending the destroyer to kill his brother. Everything else he did is reasonable under the circumstances. I just think it was, everything he's doing, I find, I'm finding reasonable, but the way the film's portraying him is, is sinister and I don't think he was. Am I remembering it incorrectly or does Loki only let in um, uh, the, uh, is it the Frost? The guns? He lets in the ones at the very beginning of the film that disrupt yeah. the thing. Does, does he do that to maintain the peace? It's the very first time he did it just to mess up Thor's inauguration. Aha. Uh-huh. The okay. second time he did okay. it, which is the end of the film, was I think to slay them in front of his parents to seem like a hero to them. I think that was just to make okay. his parents proud. Okay. And I mean, to be fair, he did kill the king of the frost giants in that scene too because he killed Alfie, so... I mean, good job, sport, I guess. <laughs> but, I don't know. I think the film is portraying him a lot darker than his, anything he was doing well, as a character. Okay, like, okay. he is a villain. Like, everything bad has come around because of him, his machinations. And while not necessarily evil for the sake of evil, mm. it's definitely selfishness or at least evil for the sake of his own gain. Like... Oh, oh, I, I half mean, agree. While, half while agree. he is... He did save his parents, he put them in harm's way first so that he could save. That's like Munchausen's is where a, a, a parent will make their child sick so that they get attention. I do half agree with you. Like oh, three quarters agree with you. 
I don't think. I mean, the first bad thing he did was set up his brother. Sorry, with the inauguration problem. That's not good. But also, I think that was more of a "I'm the trickster god." Ha ha! Aren't things so funny? I think that's a really a Joker esque thing of doing in that situation. But then everything else I think he does is just to regain his place with his family because he suddenly feels like an outsider rather than. I know he sets up his parents, but I don't think he set them up for personal gain rather than just to fix the situation that he had formed I mean, with his father. He doesn't bring Thor back when he could. No, I think he just wants his parents to appreciate him and he needs not to have that better version of himself in the room. And, and what version of that is that not bad? Like, no, it is, it is bad, but I'm saying it's not <laughs> Like you're not literally leaving religion. a brother in exile for eternity. Well, to be fair, <laughs> his dad did that, not him. That, that's right. If anything, he's upholding Odin's... Decree. I don't think he's upholding Odin's degree. I think he could. I think that was a snarky line from him. Well, but I think that's the motivation. But yes, he yeah, is too. Yeah, technically, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's a sad character. He is a sad character, but I also think he's not a virtuous character. No, no. certainly not. And I think he's definitely mm. leans towards the dark than the light. And I think that in the movies going forward, they're trying to push him back towards the light, which. I don't buy. Well, he's he's mischievous more than evil. Yeah. Well, I guess like when he leads the army in in <laughs> Avengers, like that's <laughs> you know he's making a deal for power. Well, and it's kind of enslaving a planet. Okay, he's, he's, he's <laughs> grown as a person. <laughs> he drifted through space. It was probably very cold. And he's upset. That's I'm, my reading. The, <laughs> okay, but that's not that's not justification no. for enslaving a planet. I will say there was a cut scene, which no, it doesn't count. It wasn't in the film. <laughs> no, this is for this movie though. Um, apparently, there was the cut scene was him actually talking to Laufey, being like, "I'm a, I'm actually your son," and Laufey admitting, "Yeah, I knew. I just didn't want you back." And that was to set up the reason of why he would take Laufey in and betray him and kill him, which obviously. Being that's cut, they, that scene goes from a, I can make myself look good to Dad A and also punish Dad B to I'm just removing the punishment of Dad B. Right. So it it takes away some of the deepness there, I guess. But we have to deal with what we got. And I would have, I mean, I think that's a little bit of interesting characterization they should have added in. So yeah. bad move, Kenneth Branagh. Bad move. <laughs> well, it's fun that it's, it, it, God forbid someone has two motivations. You, but also it's not Kenneth Branagh. It's the, the, you've got one of the nine writers to thank for that. I'm blaming the one whose name I remember. <laughs> Convenient. It's speaking good... of the visuals, the uh, rainbow portal, the R- Einstein Rosenberg bridge, because we can't call it a wormhole because that's too nineties. <laughs> to Stargate, it looks great. I liked it. Does. It. it really did. And it's a Death Star. It's a slow Death Star. All of Asgard was beautiful. Yeah. If there was a a film, actually, I think you're right. More more Asgard Mm. would have been would have been better. I think I don't have as much of an issue with the the casting choice of the love interest, Uh, but I think she should have been. More of a like a more competent partner to Thor rather right. than just a scientist that's suddenly infatuated with right. him, and so she's kind of like helping him, guiding him on Earth. Well, and that's kind of like the last act of the movie, right? Whereas we get all the Asgard stuff before because 
we've never seen that before no. and it's only ever relayed to us in like really like king son angry king son banish that's all we see while there is more to Asgardian society than than that so the danger is though the more you try and explain it uh the more potential loophole uh, not loopholes but plot holes you you start creating for yourself in that the more detail you give, the more detail you have yeah. to keep on giving because all of a sudden all these other things need explanations as well. So by keeping it simple... Well, I don't think we even need to add any more characters in. I, like, I think no, no, no. Yeah. You're right. Just, just seeing more of it, spending more time in Asgard would have been would have been And a little bit more, more history. Like though yeah. that group, the, the Loki and the Sif and Thor, I think that's a really interesting dynamic. And in the next film, we see them making some sacrifices that we don't really feel because we don't know what the attachment is. Right. I would have said Rene Russo got really cut in this film to the point that the next film is ridiculous when her death is meant to mean something. Yeah. So I was going to say, if you're going to add any character, some depth, it's Thor's mum. Like, God, like, well, I'm, death I'm in the next movie. That, like, yeah. We add more of yeah. her in, we add more of Odin in, more of, like, where they've come from and, like, what it means that Thor's being banished rather okay. than just, like, bad Bad prince. <laughs> you go to Earth and you think about what you did. Why Earth? Do I ever find out the reason they pick Midgard? Just because? Like, I think it's because it's the most peaceful of the realms. Like, yeah, you got no power. Oh, oh God. That says <laughs> a lot Alfheim about the realms. And, uh, because we see Alfheim in the next one and that's just kind of a barren wasteland. There's Niflheim. Or maybe that's in Final Fantasy. You know Niflheim as well? And there's the one that's on fire. Yeah. To go to the fire one. It's because and then you've got the frost giants. It's it's meant to be a punishment, and being amongst mortals is embarrassing for gods. Because all of a sudden you have to do very mundane things like pour your own coffee and do laundry. Oh, if I'm wrong about this Jesus thing, I hope he has the same philosophy <laughs> because I'd rather go to the place of the mortals and not the burning fire planet. So I can get on board with that. So Earth because, because of us, because we're mortals and because we're embarrassing to be around. Yeah. Well, we've got Iron Man, so is it that bad? <laughs> oh. right. but I didn't, Odin didn't know about Iron Man. Yeah, okay. So I was reading through the production notes for this film. And one of the head writers is like, yeah, Odin's pretty much running the entire Marvel universe. That was like the, their going in stance on it. He you know, he put the Tesseract on Earth. He's got some Infinity Stones, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like the entire rest of the franchise is like, nah. Yeah. Like, he probably is powerful, but we're not going to really pay any credence to him. Like, he's not this mastermind we'd be making him out to be. He's just Thor's dad. <laughs> so... I don't know why they were like so high on the Odin train, but he's really not that. Well, important. I think that was just Plan A, and then as they've seen how the movies have panned out, they've kind of gone to Plan B and C. <laughs> so I don't think Plan A involved Loki at all, and now it's Loki's now it one of the main yeah. ones, either a villain or hero. Like he's played yeah. both parts in all the movies so far. There is a particularly funny TV spot going on at the moment from Thor three. And if you haven't seen it, it's Thor's down in the stadium and the Hulk's like in front of him and he looks over and sees Loki watching in the grandstands and he's like, Loki, Loki, it's Thor from work. And it just cuts to Loki. He's like, I need to get off this planet. And I'm very happy with how that movie's looking. Uh, it's going to kill you, isn't it? It might. I'm worried. I'm you, worried. You said this film was like Guardians of the Galaxy crossed with Last Action Hero. 
and you yeah. don't seem terribly down on this film. The next movie looks like Guardians of the but Galaxy. I think if you mix Guardians of the Galaxy with what we do in the shadows or the dark or whatever, no, I think that takes it in the direction that I don't like. Yeah. It's going to be a I really think it, I, I, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, is like the limit of my quip. Quip quota. They have promised it to also be like a sad movie. His hammer dies. <laughs> it's what? His hammer dies. Oh, yeah, because it's totally not going to come back ever. <laughs> He's using an axe in all Oh, the yeah, it's totally never going to come back ever. Mjolnir will come back. I oh, know. I'm just saying he's using an axe in all the concept art for the new movie. Yeah. He'll not have it for this movie and then he'll get it back at the end. Yeah. Like that's just, I'm, I will put money on it right now. <laughs> I don't know. He and is- that's kind of signifying his journey through the. F- that's this movie. <laughs> that, this movie is that journey. I don't know. In the comics, half the Thors use a different thing anyway. I can't remember what it's called because it's all in fucking Norse, but Nordic. Is that better? Is it better? Isn't it Nordic? Is it the right? Sure. Yeah, cool. Um, it's some axe hammer hybrid thing that I'm always like, yeah, it's a snuffle flow. It's a snuffle flow. It's a. Right. You know, that might be an IKEA bookcase too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Swedish and Nordic, same language, right? Yep. Absolutely. Great. Completely. Perfect. Great. Yep. It's a meatball. You are a man of the world, man of the people. All the people. Okay, what are we doing now? What goes on? I've said all my piece. I'm done. Do we cover hate and like? Yeah, I did. The only thing I really liked, for for most of this movie, I was just watching something that wasn't unentertaining. Hmm. I, I know it's horrible to talk about a film that so many people do genuinely like. In such bland terms, but I, yeah, you I haven't really... been here long, have you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just don't, don't really enjoy these these kind of films. I don't get much out of it, but I did genuinely like the scenes on Earth mm. where Thor is getting used to everyday life smashing, here on Earth, smashing the cup, yeah. yeah, and pretending like acting like like everything's like everything's normal, like he's used to, and just finding out on oh, no, it that's not actually the way we do that here, Thor. <laughs> I thought. Comparatively to the last film that I saw this exact bit in, which was Wonder Woman, I think Thor did it funnier. Yeah. Okay. And I think, I think Wonder, Woman was, yeah, Wonder Woman was going for funny, but it, it was still funny. But this was like almost laugh out loud humor. Like that, that cup yeah. smash scene is one of my favorite yeah. like, moments in the yeah. Marvel history. Have either of you ever seen the uh, Thor and Dave shorts? Mm. Oh, it was Dave the um, Dave's the house roommate. Yeah, yes, they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah. They're that's, nice. That's you I'm looking forward to with the new movie. That's fucked <laughs> up. And that was that was the really enjoyable bit in Thor, of, of just Thor being on Earth and, oh. and, and and out of place. Do you guys want to move on to verdicts? Yes. Yes, I do. All right, Zane, what's your verdict? It's a yeah. There isn't a bad Marvel movie. This is probably second lowest. <laughs> on the what's, rank. What's your memory of Dark World? I like Dark World more than this. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. That'd be interesting. Uh, I think this is just white bread. Like, it's not... Matt Damon. This is the Matt Damon of the Marvel Universe. No, it's not. It's not Matt Damon. <laughs> there it's are, Chris Hemsworth. There, <laughs> <laughs> there are two comic book films, including... Or, sorry, three, if you're including all of the X-Men series as well. Mm. Uh, X Men First Class, which was actually pretty pretty good. I like that one, yeah. Uh, uh, and the two new um, Marvel films that I walked out um, 
not hating yeah. myself for, for, being, <laughs> for, for letting myself being talked into seeing them. And that's uh, Wolverine Origins, I think. The yep. one, the one that oh, starts out the, in, in, the, in the Japanese bunker. In the World War II oh, bunker? Oh, just the Wolverine, I think. That's the Wolverine. Is it just Wolverine? Yeah, yeah Origins yeah, is the Japan. terrible one before it. Went into the cinema by mistake, <laughs> thinking I was going to see something else. We're seeing the Marvel thing come up and going, oh, that's, that's hey. an awkward start. I didn't know Marvel was involved in this project um, and was quite, quite surprised. I liked it. But I think that's largely because Hugh Jackman is such a, such a likeable that's guy. probably one of the better Maury movies. And Thor. I didn't love it. It's a very weak yes from me. Yeah. Um, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. It's fine. It's yeah. a competent film. It tells a very cohesive story. You understand everybody's motivations. It's it's complex and it's and it's intricate. It's everything it needs to be to be a film. But it's not compelling. Not for or me. Or exciting. Not for me. No. And I think like a very good comparison on almost every level can be made between Wonder Woman and Thor. Okay. Like I think those two movies are very similar and the reason the Wonder Woman got such great reception is because it's so much better than everything the DC put out before it and Wonder Woman. It wasn't hard. It to wasn't be better. Hard. <laughs> All they had to do was add just a little bit of levity and just, just don't be terrible. <laughs> a few weeks ago I was either doing Little Mermaid or Mulan review. I mentioned that I had seen a YouTube video pop up on my feed many times saying why Thor 1 is the best Marvel movie ever made. Okay. And I said, well, I'm not going to watch that video because you're wrong. <laughs> like I have no intent to see what you have to say because you are incorrect. Well, I'm a liar and I did watch that video. And I have to say he's wrong and I don't agree with anything that he said. <laughs> but in saying that, it's not the worst Marvel movie. I don't think it's the best or anywhere near the best. I God, we'll do a ranking one day, but I, I, at the moment, roughly, I'm going to say it's dead in the center. Like, it's not bad, it's not great, it's not good, it's just there, you know. Right. It's the limbo of Marvel movies. And that's, this is tough for me, because I normally go, like, if I can't think of, if, I, if I, it's not good enough for a good, it's a bad. But there are some enjoyable bits, but it's also just not, it has no specialness. All the bit, all the hard I'm talking about with yeah. Loki yeah. was all stuff that I had to infer, because the film, while it's there, it's not interested in telling that story. Yeah. So, like, Tom Hiddleston is doing a great job, but the film doesn't want you to know that. And that's, that's probably a really good way to summarize yeah. it, yeah. So, gun to my head, I'm going to say, no, I don't recommend okay. it because it wasn't good enough to make me go, I do. And that's, there you go. that's it. But it's, it's not terrible. And I did, like I said, I watched it many times at, as a youth at the cinema. <laughs> and will you watch it again? If I was in a Marvel movie marathon building up to maybe the next Avengers film, this would be my nap. This is where I would pick the time to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Which okay. is a terrible thing to say because really it's three movies in. in the, in the series. <laughs> nap, nap. Well, then I'll, I'll watch Avengers and then fall asleep during Thor 2 probably. <laughs> but I don't have bad, like ill wishes or bad feelings about this film. No, it's just, no, no. it's so down the middle. I just have yeah. so little to grasp onto. Like, I did, like, we didn't mention him. Stellan Skarsgård is great in this film as well. I really like him, but they just weren't enough to sway me. If I was to watch only the bits that I actually liked in this film, it'd be 15 minutes long. Oh, sorry, it would be very short. Movie. They're great yeah. bits, though. They yeah, are. They're great bits. It's just, yeah, yeah then and the rest far between. And the rest of them are beautiful. Before we go any further, can I just ask each of you to hypothesize for me <laughs> what a day in the life of Heimdall is like? 
I love Heimdall. Does he just stand there? Yeah, he's he's at the attention guard. All day? he's the eternal guard. Yep. Yeah. So he never goes to the bathroom. Never goes he's a to god. sleep. He doesn't have to go. Well, he's not a god. He's an Asgardian. Well, yeah, but uh, he's no, he's a god. <laughs> so it's just like the armor just like gets, gets rid of it. He no, does he have special press the digitation. <laughs> He he can literally see through galaxies. So I just assume he honestly, if he needed to, he could take a piss and still see, right? So if he stays there the whole time, isn't it like a super big deal that he walks away? You think so? Yeah. In the next movie, from memory, there's a scene where he's just like in a pub <laughs> after he's been dismissed for some reason for standing against Odin, and he's just been fired, just in a pub having drinks. So. Like, he does have a life, but he needs to be fired first to get to it, I think. He's got one of them really 24-hour jobs, like a mother. Maybe it's, maybe it's like a Queen's Guard sort of thing where if he steps away, there's always somebody in, 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 the, uh, in the wings ready to step yeah. on and, and, and be on his spot. All right. Well, what are you doing, Seb? Sequel? Remake? Actually, you know. You didn't remake. remake. You yeah. didn't remake. What am I doing? You didn't remake guys? it already? I said no, so the, the general rule is if you say no, you remake it, because oh, why did you say course. no? Of yeah. course, okay, all right. So what are, what are you guys adding to it? A dragon. Done. <laughs> Good. I love dragons. I think a smoothie bar in Asgard. Okay. Run by a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> so basically if I was going to fix this film, I would... I don't mind being on Earth, but I don't like the love story. It just maybe it's just Natalie Portman's just pissed me off from fucking with so many franchises that I do like. But I would drop her character entirely. I don't need her. And to be honest, the franchise hasn't needed her either. She's just been there to be a love yeah. interest, and that's it. So off you go. Save some screen time. Save some money. So would you get rid of the whole love interest? Yeah, I think uh, if you were going to do a love interest story, it's what you should do with Sif. Okay. If you're going to, and I don't, you know, if it happens organically, sure, why not? But that's not my story. Okay. My story is about a dragon in a smoothie bar. <laughs> um, so I would. Well, set it, it, it could be a martini bar. It doesn't have to be a smoothie bar. You said, just, you said smoothies. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere kid friendly for people to congregate and chat about the everyday, you know, problems of Asgard. I want to take a deep dive into into Thor's youth oh. when Odin was oh. training him up to become the future king of Asgard. I would love him to be like, somewhere in Asgard is a dragon and you must find and slay the dragon, Thor. Um, and, you know, do what is right and sends him off on this quest as a young child. And he goes along and it's sort of like a buddy cop thing with young Loki. Okay. I say young, I picture them as kids, but now I want to push them to like 16, 17 So year this old. will make them men. Slaying the dragon yeah. will make them men. And they end up tracking down and this dragon is a shapeshifter and it is now running a smoothie bar. <laughs> and that's when Thor realizes like, uh, this dragon is doing no harm. It's just, it's a businessman. It's just here to support itself. It's not doing, it's not, you know, none of these drinks of magical potions. It's not tricking people. It is just a dragon making smoothies. Why has father sent us, sent me to kill this dragon? It makes no sense. And I refuse to. And, the whole idea of him coming into conflict with Loki, Loki being like, you must follow father's orders and Thor being like, no, they're the wrong orders. You should follow orders that are right and that is it. Okay. Showing that Thor is not a soldier willing to just take a knee and do what the commander says, but he wants to take charge 
and take it in the direction that he sees fit. And I would have it as a story of, no, I'm not, I'm not going to kill the dragon. Him defying his father and his father being good on it, mate. You passed the test. You didn't. Oh, you, nice. You didn't, just, you didn't just kill someone that was doing good because your, your king told you to. You're a, yeah, it's a, it's a parable. There you okay, they, I like it. But where are all his friends? They can be there too. It's just, it's just growing up story. So maybe like Sif and him at first proper meeting, like they were fr- friends when they were younger than they drifted apart and they come back together and it's like awkward, cute romance between 17-year-olds. It's like, Gross. Yeah, it will be <laughs> cringeworthy. Cringe. Good. Well, thanks for selling that movie to me. <laughs> It'd be like Spider-Man Homecoming, but cringier. Oh. Good. <laughs> I like watching cringy movies. I like feeling awkward. Said no one ever. But yeah, I think that's a fun one. Yeah. And also okay. dragons. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, two verse one. Four. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah. So if you want to get yeah. in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us, because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, that yeah. one. Or second take podcast, you, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter. At second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video no well, actually we have no videos. No videos of pictures yet. though that are funny. There, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes. Yeah, uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really? Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash second take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Uh, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> and and yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day... There'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah, yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, "That's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works." <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> good, good. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 